The world has seen its fair share of false prophets, from the prophets of Baal, who challenged Elijah on Mount Carmel, to cult leader David Koresh. And the Bible predicts that there will be more. During the second half of the tribulation, Satan will give authority to a false prophet to deceive the world into worshiping the Antichrist. We don't know when the rapture and subsequent tribulation will take place, but the false prophet could be alive right now. In Revelation 13 verses 1 to 10, John saw a beast rising out of the sea of humanity, an amalgam of the four wild kingdoms Daniel saw in his vision of the four beasts, Daniel 7. They represented four world kingdoms, Babylon, Medo-Persia, Greece, and Rome. While this beast will have attributes of the others, he will be more powerful and fierce than any of the others. He will be well-spoken, intelligent, authoritative, and cruel. This beast represents the Antichrist. Revelation 13 verses 1 to 10. And I stood upon the sand of the sea, and saw a beast rise up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, and upon his horns ten crowns, and upon his heads the name of blasphemy. And the beast which I saw was like unto a leopard, and his feet were as the feet of a bear, and his mouth as the mouth of a lion. And the dragon gave him his power, and his seat, and great authority. And I saw one of his heads as if it were wounded to death, and his deadly wound was healed. And all the world wondered after the beast. And they worshipped the dragon which gave power unto the beast. And they worshipped the beast, saying, Who is like unto the beast? Who is able to make war with him? And there was given unto him a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies. And power was given unto him to continue forty and two months. And he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God, to blaspheme his name his tabernacle, and them that dwell in heaven. And it was given unto him to make war with the saints, and to overcome them. And power was given to him over all kindreds, and tongues, and nations. And all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him, whose names are not written in the book of life of the Lamb, slain from the foundation of the world. If any man have an ear, let him hear. He hath leadeth into captivity shall go into captivity. He that killeth with the sword must be killed with the sword. Here is the patience and the faith of the saints. The false prophet will seem likable. Revelation 13 verse 11. And I beheld another beast coming up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb, and he spake as a dragon. In verse 11, a second beast appears and he represents the false prophet. This beast, with the meekness of a lamb, will persuade the world that he is a reasonable, humble, and likable individual. But his gentle exterior will only serve to conceal his true nature, a predator with the ferocity of a dragon. He will be the consummate fulfillment of Jesus' warnings in Matthew 7, verse 15. Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. The false prophet will be allied with the Antichrist and Satan. When the Antichrist and the false prophet appear on the global stage, Satan will form an unholy trinity. In the same way that the Holy Spirit leads people to Jesus Christ, the false prophet will lead people to worship the Antichrist.
and mimicking the relationship between God the Father and Jesus Christ. The Antichrist will receive his power and authority from Satan. This blasphemous trio will control every aspect of society and seek to steal God's glory. The Antichrist and the false prophet are prominently featured in Revelation, with the former emphasizing politics and the latter emphasizing religion. In the absence of the church, the unholy trinity will establish false doctrines to strengthen the Antichrist's political power. Throughout history, Satan has used this strategy. When there is a spiritual vacuum, political power marries itself to false religion in order to gain acceptance. Even secular belief systems are inextricably linked to religion. Their religion is anti-God, but it is still a faith system. During the Great Tribulation, Satan will use religion to bring the world together under the Antichrist leadership. The False Prophet Will Perform Miracles the false prophet will counterfeit God's miracles by calling down fire from heaven. Revelation 13, verse 13. And he doeth great wonders, so that he maketh fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. In the Old Testament, calling down fire from heaven was often used to execute God's judgment. Fire and brimstone fell on Sodom and Gomorrah in Genesis 19, verse 24. Then the Lord rained upon Sodom and upon Gomorrah, brimstone and fire from the Lord out of heaven. In Leviticus 10, verses 1 to 2, fire consumed Aaron's sons when they violated God's commands. Leviticus 10, verses 1 to 2, And Nadab and Abihu, the sons of Aaron, took either of them his censer, and put fire therein, and put incense thereon, and offered strange fire before the Lord, which he commanded them not. And there went out the fire from the Lord, and devoured them, and they died before the Lord. Elijah triumphed over the prophets of Baal, when the fire of the Lord fell from heaven and consumed his sacrifice. Elijah triumphed over the prophets of Baal, when the fire of the Lord fell from heaven and consumed his sacrifice. 1 Kings 18 verse 38 And during the tribulation, fire will proceed from the mouths of God's witnesses. Revelation 11, verses 3 to 6. And I will give power unto my two witnesses, and they shall prophesy a thousand two hundred and threescore days, clothed in sackcloth. These are the two olive trees, and the two candlesticks standing before the God of the earth. And if any man will hurt them, fire proceedeth out of their mouth, and devoureth their enemies. And if any man will hurt them, he must in this manner be killed. These have power to shut heaven, that it rain not in the days of their prophecy, and have power over waters to turn them to blood, and to smite the earth with all plagues, as often as they will. Whatever God creates, Satan is the master impostor. The false prophet, who has ultimate earthly authority over spiritual matters, will supervise the construction of an image for worshipping the Antichrist. Although scripture does not specify the image, it is likely to be a large structure rather than an effigy on a coin or other similar symbol. It will serve as a meeting place for those who worship the Antichrist. Regardless of the specifics, the image will appear to be alive. The false prophet will consolidate power through the mark of the beast. While the mark of the beast is frequently associated with the Antichrist, it will be driven by the false prophet. 
To demonstrate their allegiance to the Antichrist, he will require every man and woman to wear a seal on their hand or forehead. This marking will be a demonic substitute for the seal of God's angels placed on the 144,000 Jewish evangelists in Revelation 7 verse 3 in yet another counterfeiting attempt. Revelation 7 verse 3 Saying, Hurt not the earth, neither the sea, nor the trees, till we have sealed the servants of our God in their foreheads. In a world controlled by Satan, the mark of the beast will wield absolute power. The term mark, in Greek haragma, refers to the Roman use of a seal associated with the emperor that conveyed official sanction. As a result, the beast will employ a haragma to identify those who are loyal to him. Those who do not bear the beast's mark will be considered traitors and will be boycotted by the beast's commercial system. Those who do not have the seal will be denied the ability to purchase what they require causing them to perish as a result of exposure, starvation, or illness. This system will be permanent during the beast's reign. Without the beast's mark, all the money in the world will not be enough to buy bread. Those who refuse to take the beast's mark will not be the only ones to suffer. Everyone who takes the mark will be spared the beast's wrath, but they will drink of the wine of God's wrath. Revelation 14, verse 10. Revelation 14, verses 9 to 11. A third angel followed them and said in a loud voice, If anyone worships the beast and its image and receives its mark on their forehead or on their hand, they, too, will drink the wine of God's fury, which has been poured full strength into the cup of his wrath. They will be tormented with burning sulfur in the presence of the holy angels and of the Lamb, and the smoke of their torment will rise forever and ever. There will be no rest, day or night, for those who worship the beast and its image, or for anyone who receives the mark of its name. Receiving the beast's mark will provide temporary relief. However, when its bearers face an eternity of suffering, this brief respite will be of little comfort. The false prophet's number is 666. The infamous number 666 is one of the most perplexing aspects of the beast and his mark. Revelation 13, verse 18. Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is six hundred, threescore, and six. This number has sparked a plethora of speculation. For example, it appears in the Bible for the first time in verse 18, which is six plus six plus six. Goliath stood six cubits tall, weighed six shekels, and wore six pieces of armor. In Daniel, Nebuchadnezzar's statue was 60 cubits tall and six cubits wide, with six musical instruments summoning the worshipers. These and other interpretations are merely observations. They reveal nothing about the meaning of the beast's number. While the number seven represents the perfection of God's acts, the number six is associated with man. He was created on the sixth day, he must work for six out of seven days, and so on. Three times that number, 666, could represent the beast's incredible human ingenuity. He will be the pinnacle of man apart from God. Man, even at his best, will always fall short of God's perfection, just as six will always fall short of seven. Whatever the meaning of the number 666 is, 
The mark of the beast will represent man's attempting to glorify, even deify, himself as a final act of rebellion against God. The great tribulation will be dominated by man's kingdom rather than God's kingdom. A man with the number 666 will appear on the world stage for a brief moment before being judged by God. Neither the false prophet nor the antichrist, like a song without a final note, can bring history to a close. Only the true God, through the Lord Jesus Christ, is capable of doing so. He is a perfect seven, as are all who find eternal refuge in him.